0: And, um, you can hi, hey. hello, Facebook land, mom Cavers. Um, you have caught two moms in their busy day who have 15 minutes to talk and have fun. And um, I have brought you somebody fun to um, learn from. So this is Andrea Olson. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Andrea is the go diaper free lady. I think that's what we should call you. Yeah, that's me. Everything is GoDiaperFree.com. Um, your Instagram is GoDiaperFree. Like YouTube. Stuff. Yeah. All the things. Absolutely. You have a podcast too, I think. Yes? Me too. Yeah. Every week. It's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know how you find time to do all this, but maybe, just maybe it's because you're not changing diapers.
1: Uh, yeah, completely, because I should have <laughs> two in diapers still, technically. I have five from ages 2 to 10. And wow. And they were all out of diapers by walking. None of them had to be potty trained, and hardly any of them ever pooped in their diaper.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So this is a lot to talk about, and I have a lot to ask about. Um, we Our followers tend not to be, like, the crunchy mamas, the organic mamas, the mamas that might already know what elimination communication is. We're more the slacker moms and the anything to make our lives easier moms. Um, So for all of us who might not know very much about it, what is elimination communication?
1: Well, it's a way to save a lot of time and a lot of money for sure. So, if you're a slacker mom, it's perfect for you. You just have to get over your fear of, oh my gosh, I can't possibly do that. And I can't do that all the time. So, most people (laughs) do it part time. Most people do it with a diaper as a backup instead of a full time toilet. Just imagine that kind of paradigm shift. Wow. A lot. I would say we're kind of veering off from the super crunchy crowd into the mainstream as well because people are like, wait, three, four years in diapers and potty training? This sucks. I don't want to do this. So I've saved $10,000 in diapers over my five kids by getting them out of diapers by the time they're walking. They're all really independent. I take them out tonight. I'm going to go to a nice dinner after this with them alone because I'm newly single, and they are so well-behaved. I swear up and down that it's easy, and any little bit of it helps. So Mm -hmm. what it is is kind of like – um, crate training, a puppy, your baby is a mammal. Just, <laughs> sorry. Good to know. good to know babies are mammals. All okay. of us are mammals too. And we all have hormones that keep us dry and clean when we're sleeping. And when we wake up, we all need to go to the bathroom. Babies aren't incontinent. They need to go too. they will cry their heads off and you'll be like, what do you want? Do you want a boob? Do you want to sleep? Do I need to rock you? We'll shush them into peeing themselves and we'll look, Oh, you're wet. We'll know if you rewind a few minutes, they were actually crying to get you to take their diaper off because they don't want to go on themselves because they're really? mammals. Yeah. Think about like the people in the ca- their cave would have been all disgusting with disease if babies were born incontinent. It's just not true. Right. So we use a diaper as a backup. We get to know our baby. We take advantage of when they wake up, when they're pooping. We don't let them load their diaper, then wait and wait and change it. We go, oh, you're about to poop. Hang on a second. Let's do that over here. And that's basically all it is. And a lot of people don't have to potty train at all. And it really just makes everything easier. Like I'll be going into a bathroom. Somebody else is changing a blowout. I've only had to change two over five kids two blowouts. What? That's- and she's doing the whole outfit change. I go in with my six month old, hold him over the toilet, pss, make the noise. He goes, he poops in it. I don't even have to wipe him. I put his diaper back on. And I'm a little bit bragging, but a little bit like, no, anybody can do this. You just have to learn how. And then we walk out and she's still changing the blowout. And I felt so bad. Poor lady. I'll never forget that day. Like,
0: how come you didn't hear about this too? Like, I just want everybody to know. You're right that it is kind of going mainstream. So that I had heard about it, but it sounded like something that would take so much time and energy and be so much harder than just using diapers that I didn't even really learn about it or, yeah. or try.
1: And diapers are super convenient, like a great invention, wonderful, and you can also do this super part time. Like just get the poops and just do the morning. Mm-hmm. And they're not
0: surprised years later when you're like, "Oh,
1: here's a toilet. You need to go in that now."
0: Right. It, it changes what things we do now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So um, speaking of caves, and (laughs) I was wondering, um, I always assumed people just made diapers of like whatever they had, and that's how babies were diapered. Um, But what did people do before we had the beautiful, wonderful, disposable diaper? Right. Well,
1: when their child started to, needed to poop, have you ever seen babies that um documentary where they don't really talk in the whole movie. Yes. That was yeah, and they compare the different cultures. And one part of it, the African baby, she like rubs its butt on a corn husk to wipe it. <laughs> yeah. Like basically she felt like it needed to pee. She held it over the side, it pooped and peed, and then she like wiped its butt with a corn husk. Basically, those babies are naked because of the climate they live in, right? Right. Um, when a baby can crawl or walk, no matter the usually temperate climates. They would just crawl outside and go near the hut or go further. And then eventually the older kids would show them go over here. And so crawling to one year old, they were good and done. And until then babies were worn. So typically if you have a nomadic tribe, they would stuff things like you're talking about. They would put like moss or animal, um, fur or something in the papoose just in case, like we can't take uh-huh. it or it's too cold.
0: But- yeah, what about people, what about the people in the Arctic who are in all those furs? And- yeah, so the Eskimo people,
1: um, another woman, another author, Lori Bouquet, she did all this anthropological wor- research. I mean, her book is like super thick. It's like an encyclopedia about potty training babies. She has stories from all over, and the Inuit um, actually would potty their babies inside in the igloo into a little can or something um, when they need to go, and then toss it out through the opening. And just keep them in with them, you know, keep them warm. And then when they wrap them up and papoose them, they would, um, babies hold it when they're in a baby carrier. If you have any baby wearers, maybe you don't in your audience, but if you have a few, because that's hit the mainstream too. They start to struggle and hate it and want to get out of it because they need to go to the bathroom. So they would do that with the Eskimo people and they would do that with the, any natives who have a sling with a baby in it. They tell I us. I feel like it's this so entire cool.
0: video, If when people go back and watch this, my face is just going to be like, like they're <laughs> going to think that it's frozen because everything you say, it just makes my jaw drop. But <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, I found this really cute graphic on your website, if I can make everyone get to see it. And it's an ancient potty from like, what, what was it? The Sixth century B.C., so so that was a thing like they were they this is a tiny tiny potty to hold little babies over
1: yeah and then like chamber pots in castle mm-hmm. um, my house in asheville here was built in 1890 they definitely did not have a toilet here they had chamber, chamber pots it's the same thing i have a top hat potty here this is what we use for newborns we hold it between our legs and then we hold the baby over it and it's like a little portable chamber pot so people would like catch those when there were cloth diapers, which has only been a couple hundred years, they would catch as many poops as possible in a potty of some sort because then they didn't have to wash that thing by hand. So yeah, of course. And then half the world right now, everybody's done with diapers by a year or just potty independent rather. Mm -hmm. They don't have diapers in a lot of those places because of instincts and hormones and the way we're built. And just kind of like get those poops. You can poop train a baby when they're a couple of days old. It's so
0: easy. I'm not kidding. It's really oh, like, difficult. So but the easy. face, I'm like, because I've never tried this. Yeah. Um. And the fact that you have had five children? I do. Five. So Over
1: eight years, yeah.
0: Yeah. Five children, and you've done this with all of them, definitely makes you the expert. Um.
1: And I'm super busy. Like, I have two businesses, Tiny Undies and Go Diaper Free. And I'm, I'm a pretty big, bu- like, I don't work all the time, but I'm also homeschooling now. All of a sudden. And I'm like, if I can do it with a busy schedule, like you literally can just do it a little bit each day and it makes a huge impact. And then your kid's like, whoa, you're listening to me. I'm going to communicate more. And then they get like, they can freely walk and they have good self esteem. And it's just, it's so good.
0: Yeah. I, it, it seems counterintuitive. I would have thought that to do it, you have to like do it totally. And and if you use diapers or anything, you know, when you go out, then that would confuse the baby. But you're saying it does not. Absolutely not. No. Good to know.
1: Hundreds of thousands of people have been doing. I mean, with my tutelage, and they're like, no, we do it half-ass, and we're great
0: half-assed. That's a good way to say it.
1: They might still potty train, but the potty training is like two days long and it's a breeze. And it's just, Hey, let's just go through the ropes. And Hey, we're officially not using any more diapers. And what would you do if the stores didn't have diapers like last year? What would you do all of a sudden? You would figure it out. You would (laughs) cry for a couple days and then you'd figure it out.
0: Right. Do you find any difference? Someone's calling me on my phone. Hold on. (laughs) Don't they know that I'm live on Facebook and Instagram? Everybody should know that. They should know that. They're my friend. No. Um, do you find that there's a difference between the boys and the girls?
1: Yeah, I think so. Not in timing. Like they always say boys are harder to potty train. I have three boys and two girls. And I would say that the only difference was me and how I interacted with them. Like the boys were way more physical and would also let a little pee go because just to release the pressure with their little fire hose and then keep playing. And the girls were a little bit more aware of their own hygiene Although yeah. I know lots of baby girls who aren't, so that's not like clear enough, yeah. but it's totally generally. generally that way. Boys uh-huh. give it about pee sometimes and girls are a little bit more like, I got this. Responsible right. about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like women in general. Um, if you're watching and you have a question about elimination communication, just pop it in the comments because we are watching the comments. Um Yes. Yeah. So what about teach do you use any sort of rewards. Other than not being wet and poopy and sitting in a crappy diaper, is there any sort of rewarding the child?
1: <laughs> no. We don't use rewards. We don't use sticker charts. We don't use M&Ms. I mean, we're doing this. This is The age range, you guys, is 0 to 18 months. To uh-huh. And really, when you get to 16 months, if you're sitting here at that age, you can do potty training now. And it's so easy between 16, 18, 20 months. Like, I would never wait longer than that if I knew about it. Like Potty train then. But EC is like at this age where rewards and consequences really don't matter as much as distractions matter, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, look at that fluffy cloud. And then they're like, Oh, and then that's discipline. Right. So right. we don't use those it's based on their instincts. And yeah, the reward is that they get what they want, which is like, Hey, I'm crying cause I'm hungry and I'm going to get what I want. Right. Hey, I'm crying cause I need to go to the bathroom. And by the way, your child doesn't have to say, I need to go to the bathroom to be potty trained or mm-hmm. even tell you that they need to pee to do EC, um, signals are totally optional. There are so many ways to do it. Just like, Hey, when they wake up, Hey, we're about to go on a car trip. Like, what would you do? Would you go to the bathroom before a car trip? Always. Yeah. Always. Cause I don't want to be in the car having to pee. And neither does your baby.
0: Yeah. Good. Um, what kind of signals do most babies give before they're verbal? Well, with a brand new
1: newborn, they'll fuss. They just cry for everything. And you're like, well, how can I tell Ooh. which fuss is which? Right. Well, if you just fed them, like you just nursed them, for example, or bottle fed them. Yep. And then like 10 minutes later, they fuss out of nowhere. That's a signal because they just got a full belly. They've produced some pee. They need to go to the bathroom. So that first fuss after feeding is always a signal for newborns.
0: So most people think that that's
1: a gas fuss, right? Like, it's I need to pee. Take this thing off of me, this diaper. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. And it works almost every single time. And then also with toddlers, it's like getting hyperactive. Yeah. That's their pee pee dance. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. ah, get this off of me. I can't do this. Or they'll grab their crotch, their diaper, try to pull their pants off or they'll run to the bathroom, bang on the door, try to go outside. There are so many, like, if you really pay attention, you're like, wait, that behavior means you need to pee. That's a pee pee dance. So it changes right. from like, Baby, all the way up to that.
0: Yeah. In the different stages, they do different things.
1: And once you start taking them, especially for poops, they'll start to look to you. Even at like six weeks old, they'll be like, Where's my mom or dad?
0: You know, like,
1: I got something coming, you know?
0: Right. Oh, where's my mom or dad? Reminds me, what if this child is in daycare or something? Mm -hmm. How do you make that work?
1: Sometimes, a lot of the times, daycares just won't cooperate. If they allow cloth diapering, they're usually a little bit better at cooperating. But if you convince them that they have to change one less poopy diaper, some of them will cooperate a little bit. But honestly, if like grandma, mother-in-law, caregiver, whatever doesn't want to do it or husband, then you just do it when you have the baby and before and after. And then whenever their cutoff is of, okay, I think it's okay for your child to not be in diapers and I'm going to help you like two, then Mm -hmm. you can do a little potty training experience and have them, completely diaper free, but you just really can only control what you can control. So you do it at home. And then at the daycare, um, you can talk to your child and be like, Hey, we're not going to do it while you're with, um, this ke- teacher. Um, if you are, so I have a whole mini course on daycares cause it's a real big cookie really? crumble. But, cool. um, I also have a couple handouts that are like, okay, parent, this is what you do to mm-hmm. work at the daycare who's willing. And then this is what to give your teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's on my blog. It's free. And it's just like, If you want to learn about that, you can just search daycare on my site. But it's not a reason to not do EC. Right. You can still do it before and after and have a ton of success.
0: Sure. Yeah. I always thought of it like I have to be totally home, homeschooling mom (laughs) with the kid 24-7 in order to make this work. So I'm happy to hear that's not the case. Um, You have a bunch of courses on your website and something really special going on right now. Can you tell everybody about it? Yeah. So I do
1: have seven mini courses that are like deep dives into the, the trouble areas. And people are like, I don't know what to do with this. But my book covers everything. And then there's like these little drill downs. This week is our first annual summer training challenge. So I have an annual Go Diaper Free Week. We just started a New Year's challenge. We just need a reason to get our butts in <laughs> here. So, um, it's the summer. And a lot of people like to train in the summer. And they kind of make huge mistakes doing it in the summer. Like, I'm going to leave them naked outside and just like see how it goes. that. Yeah. I did yes. that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's, it's, it's a normal thing to like think that that's going to work. But during the summer training challenge this week, we have giveaways. We have a huge sale going on at both sites. And we've got a five-day challenge where I just kind of get you in the mindset of, hey, here's a tiny little thing today that you can do to go towards being diaper free, which for an infant is free from dependence on diapers. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to use it as a toilet. And for toddlers, it's how do we just potty train? Let's just do this. Yeah. So we taught. I taught a couple classes this week that we have replays posted for, um, an hour long class on each EC or potty training, and then there's also other ways to participate in this week. And it's all about just like kicking you in like a little nudge in the bottom, going, "All right, if you are interested at all, here's a little a little piece, and you could win some fun things because we all like free things." <laughs> love free things it's all at Godiaperfree.com. yes mm-hmm. and the challenge is slash summer but you can see it there's a banner.
0: Awesome yeah well um thank you so much for telling us about all of this and I'm really sorry I didn't know this sooner because my kids are older now um but if if God grants me another, if the universe lets it happen, I will definitely try. <laughs> And I'll be calling you. Yes, please call. Me. Like, <laughs> please call. You said me. this was easy. I'll so, send
1: you, I'll send you one of these.
0: A game uh, before we go, I found this picture on your Instagram. I hope you don't mind me showing it. Of you pottying a newborn. And there you go. So that is Yes, with my so milk amazing. having just come in. Oh my gosh. Yes, they don't so your, look like your, that, you guys. Your breasts look amazing. They're amazing, man. should celebrate them. Um <laughs> But this this is just amazing that this tiny little one is learning this life skill. Yeah. Um, it's so. a huge gift and it's so precious.
1: And then when they start to look at you like in the mirror while you're doing it, and they smile and they're like, "Oh, thank
0: you so much." It's it's a beautiful thing. She was only like hours old there. That is so sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everybody, go check out um, go diaperfree dot com and enter the challenge and try to win all the things and let's let's keep this conversation going if anyone has questions put them in the comments and we'll come back and answer them later when we see them all right yeah. thank you so much for talking to me
1: thanks for having me on jen bye, bye you guys. <laughs>